Conservative talk show host. Broadcasting from his undisclosed bunker studios, the dawn of Las Vegas, Steve Sanchez. Sanchez, 101.5 FM, 7.20 AM, on the talk of Las Vegas, Tuesday edition of the show, glad to be with you, 702-257-5396 is the call in line to weigh in on the conversation here at the Undisclosed Bunker Studios. You know, I have spoken about this very topic now for a couple weeks. And the reason I keep bringing it up is I want to show the complete lunacy from those on the far left that believe, that accuse me of being irresponsible, accuse me of being a lollipop, whatever the hell that means, and basically state that I'm trying to strike fear into the public, into Las Vegas, into the country regarding what I believe is civil unrest, and a civil war right now in this country. And as you know, I've been talking about this civil war, this civil unrest, because it is based on not only an ideology, an intellect, or a lack thereof, but also also on a physical component, because there is a physical component that is happening right now in the country regarding, well, the police. And I guess the question I have is, is there a war now launched against the police in America? And the second question I have, and we're going to break them both down. The second question I have, is there a war now launched on whites for being at the wrong place at the wrong time? Now, the reason I'm saying this, the reason I'm asking if there's a war launched on, well, the police, on on whites, and I'll even throw a third one out there. Is there a war now launched on anybody that's uh, suspected to be a Trump supporter, either being white, black, brown, Christian, non-Christian, gay, straight, whatever? If you're a Trump supporter and you are anti-Antifa, or anti-Black Lives Matter in terms of the social justice, systemic racism crap that they keep, you know, regurgitating. Are you now a target? Are you now, has war now been declared on you? So those are three questions I have for you. So let's break them down. Let's break them down. The first one, the first question being, is there a war now launched against the police? Well, look, obviously we've been seeing police being brutally attacked having poisons put in their milkshakes, having glass put in their sandwiches, having rocks and and uh, shots fired at them, uh, attacks spat on, the list goes on and on. But most recently, over the last couple days, again, over the weekend, is what happened in L.A. with the two deputies ambushed at point blank. So you start thinking and saying, well, wait a minute, my gosh, were they targeted? Were they targeted? And is this going to con- continue to happen? Which leads me to what happened in Phoenix today. 
A security officer who is a federal security officer hired by the United States Marshals Service, armed officer, shot in a drive-by while guarding the federal courthouse in Phoenix. Now, the suspect has been apprehended, but the Phoenix Police Department is not releasing any info as of yet, and I wonder why not. Well, I'll let you kind of put that one together. Two plus two always equals four, doesn't it? So luckily, this officer had a bulletproof vest and is going to be okay. He actually was able to fire back on the suspect. But the reason I'm bringing this up is, is this now another attack on police? We had it in L.A. over the weekend. Now we have this officer shot while guarding the federal courthouse in Phoenix. Is this going to continue? Are police now targets? Are the police now targets? Are they going to have to be more careful? Because look, here's the deal. This can continue to keep happening. And this is not striking fear into anybody. This is telling the truth. I mean, my God, this is telling the truth. We cannot deny that we had this. I mean, my God, let's just look at our own Las Vegas Metro officer, Shay, who is now, well, uh, you know, probably never going to be able to, to get up and walk again. Never going to be the same based on what happened to him when someone shot him in the back of the head during a Black Lives Matter peaceful protest a couple of months ago. And I can go on and on and on. We've had police officers killed. Now, some will say, well, it's about time because these police officers are brutal. They're violent. They've been harassing people for too long, and it's about damn time they get it back. No, you're wrong, because that's not true. And statistically, you'll never find any stats that meet that emotional stupidity that many on the far left try to make us believe. When you look at the stats, the statistics do not add up with the emotional craziness of the far left saying, well, good for the police. I'm glad. I hope they die. Let's defund the police. Let's dismantle the police. We don't need the police. Let's put community organizers and social workers in the communities. They're better able to handle situations than these police that are just brutality and, and they're just looking for a black person to shoot. Because this is what's being said. This is what you're being led to believe. So we just rewind again to the weekend. These two deputies being shot ambush style, point blank. Barely surviving. And now we have this security officer who again is hired by the United States Marshals Service to protect the federal courthouse in Phoenix. Is this going to continue? So my first question is, as we're now seeing, which looks like could be true, we're seeing it. I mean, my God, this is just not conversation. This is just not something we're pulling out of our butts. We're basically seeing police have the worst of the worst happen to them. And then again, for those, and there's many that think this, there's many that won't even speak on this publicly because they don't have the guts, they're a bunch of damn cowards, but there's many people that believe that the police are getting what they deserve. They just don't have the guts to say it. See, there's many people that are libtard libs that basically agree that the police are getting what they deserve. I mean, my God, the public official in Los Angeles yesterday said the chickens are coming home to roost. And guess what? As I said it yesterday, and I'll say it again today, that is the same thing that 
Jeremiah Wright, the pastor of Barack Obama, said after 9-11 that the chickens came home to roost and Barack Obama sat in that church for 20 years and the mainstream media were absolutely crickets about it. So let's not pretend that there are not people celebrating the attack on the police. And there is an attack on the police. I dare someone, I double-dog dare someone to challenge me and tell me that's not the case. Based on what we're now seeing and based on what can continue to keep happening. Which now leads me to this. The second question, actually two and three combined. Is there now a war launched on whites for being at the wrong place at the wrong time? And is there now just a war launched on anybody that's suspected to either be a Trump supporter, a conservative, and I don't care if you're white, black, brown, Christian, non-Christian, because it seems that yes is the answer, because we're seeing Black Lives Matter peaceful protesters go into restaurants and harass elderly white people eating out of their plates, drinking their drinks, throwing the glasses on the ground, making young people uh, submit and say, I'm sorry for my white privilege when God just birthed you white or black or brown. I mean, that's the spirit of stupid when someone apologizes and says, oh, I'm sorry for my white privilege. <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry for my whiteness. Please forgive me. Please forgive me. I'm sorry. You want me to tie your shoe? Okay. This is the ridiculousness that we're seeing. Which again leads me to this motorist who ran over a Black Lives Matter supporter who refused to get out of their path and cops are now charging the motorist and you think this is fair well what do you mean steve he ran someone over oh no let me explain to you let me explain to you a motorist in johnson city tennessee was at a crosswalk light turns green Black Lives Matter protesters surround the SUV and will not allow the SUV to proceed. And you've seen this before where Black Lives Matter protesters, Antifa protesters get around vehicles, they shake the vehicles, they hit the vehicles, they break the glass of the vehicles. In some cases, people have been dragged out of their vehicles and the hell has been beaten out of them. So this person, okay, 31-year-old, okay, basically says, enough is enough. I'm getting the hell out of here. And starts inching up a little bit at a time to see if these animals, and that's what they are when they do this, get out of the way. Well, they didn't get out of the way, so someone got ran over and was taken to the hospital. 31-year-old Johnson City man, taken to the hospital for treatment. But now, but now... The person that ran over the protester has been arrested, has been released on $20,000 bond. Friends, do you think that that's fair? What is the driver supposed to do? I'm asking you this question now. If you were the motorist, what would you do? Would you wait to get your car smashed up? Or worse yet, get dragged out and beaten? How about if you had kids? How about if it was your spouse with your kids in the back seat? Are you just going to sit there at the green light and allow these protesters to hold you hostage? That's domestic terrorism. I'm, I'm sorry. 
and shake your vehicle, hit your vehicle with signs, hit your vehicle with bats, bust your tail out, uh, tail lights out. Are you supposed to allow that, or would you drive off and deal with the consequences of someone getting run over? Because I'm going to be honest with you, I'll let somebody get run over. I'll be straight with you. If I was driving and I had my grandkids in the back, and someone's literally doing that to my Cadillac, I'm going to run them over. They're assaulting me. They're holding me hostage. That's domestic terrorism. When in the hell and why in the hell are we supposed to allow that to happen? But this is what's happening. So again, my question to you, friends, is this. Pretty simple with some of the examples I've given you. Are we now in a real war launched against police, launched against whites, launched against whites, black, brown, Christian, non-Christian, that may be a Trump supporter? Yes? No? Why or why not? The phone lines are open. 702-257-5396 is how you weigh in on the conversation. Groundbreaking talk for a nation on the brink. You're experiencing Steve Sanchez. All right, welcome back to the program. Tuesday edition of the show. Steve Sanchez hanging out with you. 702-257. 5396 is how you weigh into the program. If you're just joining us, we've been talking about, is there truly a war? Two, one launched against the police and one launched against anybody that is against Black Lives Matter, Antifa, that is pro-Trump, either being white, black, brown, Christian, it doesn't matter because a Trump supporter Literally, doesn't matter the skin color, doesn't matter your sexual preference, doesn't matter your religious belief, you'll get the hell beaten out of you if you're not looking, if you turn your back, especially if you're in the wrong place at the wrong time. Don't tell me that's not happening. This is why I'm bringing this up, because we had the ambush over the weekend of those police officers, those deputies in Los Angeles fighting for their life. Point blank, someone comes up to their car, ambushes them. Now we have a federal officer hired by the United States Marshal Service in Phoenix, Arizona, uh, shot while dri- uh, shot by a drive-by uh, guarding the federal courthouse in Phoenix. Now, they're calling him a security officer. However, he was and is hired and contracted by the United States Marshal Service. Now, luckily, he's okay. He had a bulletproof vest on that saved his life. He was able to fire back. A suspect has been apprehended. They haven't released any details, and I wonder why the hell not. So is the police now going to be subject to these very things? I mean, think about it. Is the police going to be subject to these very issues, these challenges of people just coming up and ambushing them. Don't tell me this is just an isolated issue because we've been seeing this more and more and more ever since the George Floyd horrible situation that happened with that slob of an officer, Derek Chauvin. We have seen a retaliation against the police, which is unfair. You cannot go and basically blanket every cop in America as horrible over the actions of Derek Chauvin. You just can't do that, and now that's what's happening, and it's it's despicable and disgusting. But it even goes further than that. Again, it goes to, you know, if you're in the wrong place at the wrong time, just being a civilian, like this motorist, what do you do? This motorist is at a stop sign, you know, a red light. The light turns green. Black Lives Matter protesters surround the vehicle, will not let them go through, If you are that motorist, friends, 
what would you do? Would you just stand still in your vehicle and allow the possibility of your vehicle being smashed up? Because let's be honest, we've seen this happen over and over and over again. Why else are they holding back someone from driving through? They are not supposed to do that. To me, that's domestic terrorism. What would you do as a motorist? Would you just sit there? How about if it's your spouse or you and you have your children in the car? We have seen images, video of people getting pulled out of their SUV, getting the hell beat out of them. Are you just going to sit there and say, well, I'm just going to sit here and I'll call 911? Hell, how about if you're in a city that's now dismantled the police? There's no 911. And the 911 officer that's going to come is going to be a social worker in a little white truck with a little orange light going around looking like Paul Blart. This is what we're supposed to believe? Why do you think ammunition sales are up? Why do you think gun sales are up? Because people now know they have to protect themselves from this violence. That's happening. So what would you do, friends? What would you do? Would you be the motorist that's going to go through, and if someone gets hurt, they get hurt? Because it's either you or them. It seems like the law, sadly, in many blue states, are for the perpetrator and not for the victim. 702-257-5396. Let's jump to our busy calls. Roger, you're up first tonight. Welcome to the program. Hey, Steve. How are you? I'm good, thank you. I've called a few times. Don't usually get through. I'm on 100% your side. This is getting so crazy. And I I do believe that they are tar- targeting our law enforcement. And it, it's so sad. I said prayers the last few nights for those two cops that got shot in L.A. And hopefully they're going to make it. Um, and if I was the tourist or the person in the car, I would step on the gas <laughs> well sure i mean my I god it's either you or them what are you supposed to do i mean they're going to yeah. sit there and, and destroy your vehicle or worse yet pull you out and beat the hell out of you yeah no i just turned 75 so i've seen a lot i was seven years old when eisenhower sent the uh soldiers national guard or whoever they were down to alabama or mississippi okay. to yeah usher the yeah. black kids in i felt real bad for them and I, yeah but, but now it's just gone too far with it. I mean, the NBA, the NFL. Yeah, no, I'm with you. Crazy. It's, it's, it's I'm so happy to hear the guys say that the NFL football was down 28%. Oh, yeah, no, there's there's no doubt about that, Roger. I'm up on break, buddy. i got to bounce, but thank you for the call. We're going to talk a lot about that on the other side. But, uh, no, disappointing, scary, 702-257-5396. Give us a call. Weigh in on the program. Steve Sanchez. We'll be right back. Tuesday edition of the show. Thanks for being with me. 702-257-5396 is how you weigh in on the conversation. You know, everybody's talking about Bob Woodward's anti-Trump book, Rage. I guess it's all the rage. Why isn't anybody talking about the pro-Trump book called Blitz? 
by David Horowitz. It's something that the mainstream media won't even talk about it, even though it's been on the New York Times bestseller list for 10 weeks. 10 weeks! I guess the reason they don't want to talk about it is because, well, Blitz exposes the big media people, the secret billionaires who want to stop Trump. It reveals the real agenda of Antifa and Black Lives Matter. You need to read Blitz. I have. You can get it at bookstores, or you could check out the free offer. Look, everybody likes free. Why not do that? Just call 1-800-NEWSMAX. That's 800-NEWSMAX, or you can go online and visit Blitz411.com. That's Blitz411.com. And don't forget to watch Newsmax TV. I watch it. I love Huckabee, Greg Kelly, Grant Stitchfield, and, of course, Sean Spicer. I'm on their show quite a bit. I love it. I know Las Vegas is loving it. I'm getting the feedback. So here's the deal. You can watch Newsmax on your major cable systems, or you can get it for free on Apple TV, YouTube, Chromecast, etc. Or you can just simply download the Newsmax TV app like I've done for free by either going to the App Store or Google Play. And don't forget, make sure you order Blitz today and continue to keep watching Newsmax TV. 702-257-5396. If you're just joining us, we're having this discussion regarding what I believe is war now launched against the police. Why? Because just this weekend, as we discussed yesterday, we had those two deputies ambushed at point blank. They're, they're, they're fighting for their life. Ambushed at point blank. And then today in Phoenix, we have a U.S. Marshal security officer guarding the federal courthouse, get shot by a drive-by shooting. Luckily, he's got his bulletproof vest on. He's okay. He shot back. They apprehended the suspect, but they're not releasing any information. And again, I wonder why the hell not. So I think it's legitimate to ask that question. Is there now this active war on police? Are police going to have to be no, now more aware of their surroundings, watching their backs now more than they've ever had to watch? I mean, it seems like it. It's sad. It's disappointing. That's why you've got to do a good job watching out for the police as well. You've got to be eyes and ears for our men and women in blue. You just have to because they're not all bad. 99% of them are phenomenal. You know it and I know it. And the statistics don't line up with this anti-police narrative. But it even goes further. The this, this so-called war that I'm talking about goes further. It's not just against the police. It's against anybody that doesn't buy into the systemic racism bullcrap narrative. Anybody that's a Trump supporter. And I don't care if you're white or you're black or you're brown or you're Christian or you're non-Christian. It doesn't matter. Because if they, in fact, find you to be anti their cause, you can be in real trouble. Again, I'm going over this motorist in Tennessee at the stoplight. Stoplight turns green, trying to get through. The Black Lives Matter protest crowd is surrounding the SUV, not letting this driver through. The driver's inching up, inching up, trying to get through. They're not letting him through. He goes through, and someone gets hit, gets hurt, and goes to the hospital. Now, he's been arrested on $20,000 bail. Is he guilty? Or what was he supposed to do? That's why I'm trying to ask you. Put yourself in that driver's place, in that motorist's place. What would you do? Would you have to go through the crowd? Or are you going to sit and be subjected to what could be possibly your butt being beaten up? I mean, seriously, we've seen all the images. We've seen the video. 
We've seen when uh, protesters get around vehicles, they're hitting the vehicles with bats, breaking out windows, you know, hitting the vehicle. I mean, are you going to subject your property to that? Are you supposed to just sit there and take it and let them storm the vehicle? To me, that's domestic terrorism. I mean, my God, worse yet, you can be one of the many examples we've seen where someone's been pulled out of their vehicle and the snot's been beaten right out of them. How about if you have your kids? Because these animals don't care if you have kids in the vehicle or not. So when is this going to be labeled domestic terrorism? And here's my question to you. We're going to open up phone lines again and go right to our busy calls. If you were the motorist, friends, if this happened to you, if you were right now on, let's say, Sahara and Durango at a stoplight and literally a protest crowd gets around your vehicle and starts shaking your vehicle, starts, you know, not allowing you to proceed. What would you do? Would you just sit there and hope that they go away? Or are you going to try to move through slowly to get out of there? And if it means running someone's leg over, then I guess it means someone's leg gets run over. What are your thoughts on that? Because it could very well happen to you. You're not going to be immune from this. It's going to get worse. If Trump wins, which I believe he will, it's going to get worse. So what would you do if you're put in that position, in that scenario? 702-257-5396 is how you weigh in on the conversation. Right back to our busy calls. Charles, you're up next. Welcome to the program. My brother from another mother. How are you, sir? I'm good. I'm good. Thank you. My whole theory on that subject is it's better to be judged by 12 than carried by 6. There you well, go. Well, that's my, that's my that's, theory, too. That's not, it's not real complicated. I'm not exactly a young man anymore, and uh, but I'm still a rather large man, and they'd be making a serious error in judgment. We'll let it go at that. And, and as far as the whole, the whole situation goes, our forefathers, as vilified as they are, were happen to have to think about this specific situation and said, look, if, in fact, we come a time where we're no longer a moral and uh, ethical elected officials, this country will, will cease to exist and we'll lose our liberty. It's something that has to be fought for and it yeah. has to be um, taken care of. And unfortunately, we've watched the way the politicians, the way the wind's blowing. There's too many on the left that are that are um, espousing from Mao's Little Red Book. And it's it's kind of scary. Now, a lot of it comes from our higher education system. It comes from the colleges. How many professors do you know, or uh, do you, if you remember, that were stone-cold communists? It, yeah, it's, oh, it's a yeah. damn shame. Well, see, this, and I'm glad you brought that up. And I remember, you know, Jefferson, I believe, was the one that said that, Charles, about tyranny and how we have to deal with it. And, you know, really, that's the purpose of the Second Amendment. But, you know, Charles, I mean, this is what we're facing. I really believe there's this war on the police and there's this war on anybody that is anti this systemic social, social justice ridiculousness. We're seeing it day in and day out. I mean, my God, this guy, Jared Lafer, 27, He's been charged with uh, aggravated assault in connection with the uh, uh, incident, released on $20,000 bond. So he was the victim. There's a jury in Tennessee that would convict him of what happened, really? No, no, probably not. But you know what? To have to go through it, to have to have your picture and your name in national media, in the paper, it's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. 
and the problem is there's too many of these prosecutors out there. That's why these local elections matter. That's what I told you a long time ago. It makes a difference on who the judges you vote for. They, in this state, they don't tell you what their political affiliation is. But it, it, it behooves you to do your due diligence yeah. and find out who they are and what they stand for, because it makes a big difference in your life here in Clark County. Uh, Charles, great call, man. I appreciate it. 702-257-5396 is how you weigh in on the conversation. Let's go over to John. You're next. Welcome to the show. My call, Steve. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, look, look, I'm, I'm 58 years old. You know, I've never needed a gun, but I just bought one this week. You know, uh, you know, obviously I had to fight my wife to even have one, but that's no problem. You know, it, I, I've never needed one because I'm a big guy. And I and I, and I've always had problems with cops because I'm big, you know. I'm a, even though I'm white, because they feel threatened, you know. But I'm not going to take on three guys, and 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 I've been run off the road because I had a Trump sticker on the back of my truck, you know. So, uh, you know, I, I think you're absolutely right. Yeah, yeah, they're they're after us. I work at a construction site right here in town right now, and several of the restrooms say I kill whites right right there in the restroom. So you know, it's out there. Uh, oh, it is. Uh, it is, John. And you know what the sad thing is? I want to piggyback on something you said. You've got a Trump sticker, so you cannot be allowed in a free America to have your candidate of choice displayed without worrying about someone beating the hell out of you or putting a bullet in your head. Mm-hmm. That's right. Is that is, that, is yeah. this? Did you ever think this would happen in America? I mean, America, for God's sakes. No, no. And, and you know, and... And I've always had a riff against cops because, you know, I've been done wrong by them. You know, so I understand that. But I certainly wouldn't defund them. You know, that, that's ridiculous. Uh, well, yeah, you know, you, you call the police and say, hey, someone's breaking into my house. And, and literally, uh, you're on hold for 20 minutes. And someone says, I'll be with you in a moment. And then you got the uh, community organizer uh, showing up with her pepper spray. Uh, yeah, in, insane. John, I appreciate the call. I got to bounce. Steve Sanchez hanging out. Calls on hold. Stay put. We we went long. We're going to catch you on the other side. But if you'd like to weigh in on the program and get involved in this conversation, 702-257-5396 is how you weigh into the program. It's pretty simple, friends. And look, you know, this John said, I never needed a gun. I never thought I would have a gun. I had to battle my wife over getting a gun, but I got a gun. Think about that one for a moment, and I bet there's many in this audience that have absolutely has the same story. You might even be a liberal, and you're just ashamed and embarrassed to say, you know what? I mean, I don't want to be caught at the wrong place at the wrong time and have a problem because uh, we're in a society where everybody's off their frickin' rocker. I mean, tell me I'm wrong. I know I'm not wrong. This is why gun sales are through the roof. Background checks are through the roof. Ammunition sales are through the roof. Good luck going to Bass Pro Shop and trying to get ammunition. I mean, you're having to pretty much order it and at a premium. So there's a reason. It's not some type of social trend that people are buying weapons. They're now getting their concealed carry permits. They're going to the range. It is because there is this agenda. It's an anti-police one to defund and dismantle the police, to have the police be your enemy, and if by God you do not fall in line with this systemic social justice ridiculousness and they find out no matter what skin color you are, you're a target. That's what I'm trying to say. So if that is irresponsible for me to say, then guess what? I guess I'm irresponsible. But I think we all know I'm very responsible. 
And it's sad that we're in this situation. I told you guys on my nationally syndicated program three and a half years ago when Donald Trump was elected, I said electing him was easy. It's keeping him in office and dealing with the lunatics that are going to come out because of this. And I was right. We're facing it right now. 702-257-5396. This is Steve Sanchez. Quick break. And then we're going to come back and take the rest of these calls. Don't go away. I can tell you this, you're never taking advice from a fool. Not when you're hanging out here with yours truly. You know, people are retaliating with their pocketbooks, with their viewership from all this ridiculousness. Last night, Monday Night Football, I know a lot of people were happy about it, but the ratings are in. And guess what? 20% crash in the ratings. Why? Because people are fed up with social justice reform being shoved down their throats. And I'm talking about all people from all different walks of life. People want to watch football for the game of football. People want to watch basketball, baseball, hockey for the pure sport of it. This is where everybody, every color, every preference, every religion can get together and enjoy one commonality, and that is watch a sporting event and have fun. Have a hot dog, have a beer, buy some merchandise, go home happy because your team won or sad because they lost. You know, Americana, baby, the way it was at one time. Not now. Not now. And that's offensive to people. Good for people striking back. You would think the owners, you would think the NFL would come back and say, you know, wait a minute, we're going to stop this ridiculousness. Look, it's the same thing if you're working somewhere and you're a employee. You just can't spew your belief system when you're at work. Now, sadly, that's happening more and more because a lot of employers don't have the backbone and the guts to basically nip things at the butt. That's the problem. Because the cancel culture is alive and well. But people are starting to fight back. They should be fighting back against Baylor, too. Did you hear what Baylor did? Baylor placed sensitive content warnings next to the 9-11 memorial. Baylor is a Christian university. So are they embarrassed of their patriotic history? See, the cancel culture? Oh, we're Christian, but we're going to basically place sensitive content warnings next to flags on the 9-11 memorial because we don't want people upset. We don't want people upset. And schools, the indoctrination, that's where it's happening. Because in New York, a teacher shared a cartoon with her students comparing police officers to the KKK. It's part of now a mandatory Black Lives Matter-themed assignment. Totally inappropriate. It's because we don't speak up and say anything anymore. We stay quiet. All right, let's go ahead and take a couple calls before we bounce to break. L, you're next. Welcome Steve, to the program. Good evening. How are you, my friend? I'm good, my friend. How you doing? You know, Steve, you know I took the blood pressure medication, calmed down, breaking stuff, right? <laughs> no, you, I made you laugh. Thank you. Steve, i got to tell you right now, you got more guts than I had when I was on patrol. You're a target. People hear you. 
And if we start fighting back, you know they're going to try to shut you down, just like Alex Jones, just like Rush Limbaugh. You know what I mean, my friend? Oh, yeah, I do. Okay. You well, I'll tell you this, though. The one thing, the one thing that I have, I'll tell you the one thing that I have is I have the hand of God on me, and good luck to all the people well, that have tried for the last 10 years. Way, and hasn't worked. You, it didn't work then. It's not going to work now. Well, you know, you did, with, with your religion, your background professional, with Wall Street now this, you got the triple threat, man. You know what I mean? I know. I know. Now, but I, I, I pack a very nice bodyguard 380 as my little companion, plus I have a big bodyguard that uh, doesn't play games either. Well, you know, I'm, I'm insured by Smith and Wesson. <laughs> and there you, you know go. The shotgun with the big barrel facing somebody. <laughs> there you go. There you go. Steve, let me say this to you, listeners. You know, I'm an emotional guy, right? Yes. Now, this is what I got to say to the liberals out there. What goes around comes around. And when I got hurt once, or my buddies, I nailed three of you guys. Hey, Steve, you want to know something? What's that? The silent majority is not silent. Can I tell no. you what happened in Phoenix? What we well, used I'm going to do. I'm going to tell suspect? you this. As much as I'd like to go there, we just ran out of time, my friend, because we have such a good conversation together every time you call. It's like the clock goes. So we're going to have to save that for another time. But, Al, number one is I appreciate your kind words. And number two, as I've always said to this audience, because a lot of people don't know you're a former NYPD officer, I appreciate your service and all your brothers and sisters in arms that continue to wear the badge proudly. Steve Sanchez up against the clock. Top of the hour news is next. And friends, yes, you definitely want to hang out for hour number two. Don't go away.